Hi friends, and welcome to another episode of the Oakham Church Podcast. Well, thanks for being patient with me after taking a couple of weeks uh, break during the the Christmas and New Year period. Uh, The podcast is well and truly back. We start a new season uh, where we're going to be digging into a few different themes throughout these episodes. And so I'm just uh, so grateful for the, the opportunity to be able to share these thoughts and ideas and understandings and ways of looking things uh, with you. I pray and hope that you had a a wonderful um, Christmas season and a a New Year's break and that you are all feeling fresh and and ready to start 2023. Uh, With all that being said, um, once again, just a bit of housekeeping. If you do want to uh, message to give uh, feedback, to ask questions, to give suggestions for, for upcoming um, seasons of the podcast or ideas for, for things going on in the future, you can uh, message us on the OCP at mail.com. And uh, would love to hear your feedback, love to hear your ideas of, of what we can do in the future, whether it's the interviews or guests on the podcast or, or that, that stuff as well. So please uh, do get in touch. That's the OCP at mail.com. So with all that said, uh, we'll have a, a reading from Matthew chapter 13. Well-known story from sorry no Matthew chapter 14 just testing you Matthew chapter 14 starting in verse 22 immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd after he had dismissed them he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray later that night he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from land buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw that the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Very well-known story. There's different versions told throughout the Gospels of of this similar story from different perspectives and different points of view and different emphasis on different parts of the story. But from, from this little bit here, I want us to focus particularly on Peter and Peter's actions and and what's going on um, within this story. You see, there's a couple of things that obviously um, come up when you hear people uh, talking about this story or when you're reading it and thinking about the the themes yourself. But what happens in this particular part of the story that I want to focus this podcast on, he doesn't get enough attention, I don't think. So a lot of the time we focus on um, the, the ending of this story, really. So 
starting in the bit where, where Peter sinks. And that's kind of the focus. Peter sinks, Jesus saves them. They get onto the boat, everyone worships. And that is an important part of the story. But if we just focus on that bit, I think we're missing out on a, a real interesting detail within this story. You see, something that happens before Peter starting to sink is this. Peter gets out of the boat. Just think about that for a second. No one has ever done that before. They've just this second gone from thinking that Jesus was a ghost and being terrified to realising that, in fact, it's Jesus, to then Peter making the connection to say, well, if this is Jesus, if this is my rabbi, my teacher, my um, influential figure, um, if that's him and if that's what he's doing, then I want to be there. I want to be by Jesus. I want to be doing what Jesus is doing. But that is insane, isn't it? To make that leap then from there's Jesus doing it, I want to do it, to stepping out of the boat. That is a, that's one step over the edge of the boat, but that is thousands of miles distance travelled as far as seeing and understanding and the faith that's involved in that, isn't it? Because it's one thing to see Jesus doing that, it's another thing entirely to think, I'm going to do that, or I can do that. And yet that's exactly what we see here Peter doing gets out of the boat one foot and then the other foot the legs over the sides of the boat out onto the surface of the water Peter leaves his fishing buddies behind he leaves the safety and the security and the familiarity of his brothers in arms and the boat and the sails and the ropes and all of that known Things that the things that he's grown up knowing about, he leaves all of that behind and he steps over the side of the boat and out into the unknown. And the only reason that he can do any of that is because he's focusing on Jesus. And that's something for us today. It, it rings true from um, the story that uh, I talked about at church last Sunday on New Year's Day and my message, uh, where we looked at just after the Christmas story where. Um, Joseph has this dream from, from the angel who tells him all of the plans of what Herod's planning to do and says that you need to escape. And he says this, he says, Get up, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. And it's that bit, stay there until I tell you. That's the unknown amount of time. Maybe Joseph's been to Egypt before, we don't know. Perhaps he hasn't, that's an unknown. Going to another country, going to a, another land, going to a foreign nation where they will be seen as foreigners and they will be vulnerable and they have no way of kind of looking after themselves, let alone taking care of this newborn child. But it's that bit. Stay there until I tell you. Is this a couple of days? Is this a week, a month, years? How long? is until I tell you. And yet Joseph does it. Why? Because just like with Peter in this bit, he has his eyes fixed on God. He has his eyes fixed on the promises and the, the potential behind that. And so Joseph packs Mary and baby Jesus up and takes them on this journey of about 7,500 miles into Egypt for goodness knows how long. 
But the only way that he can do that is the same reason, the only way that Peter can step out of this boat. And it's if he focuses on Jesus. He's able to leave the known behind and step into the unknown. And as we start a new year, as 2023 has, has just begun, really, today, behind, behind the scenes, it's the 4th of January. We're literally just starting a new month in a new year. And that can feel a little bit daunting. That can feel like the unknown, can't it? And yet the only way that we can step in out of the boat and into these things that God has for us is by focusing not on ourselves, not on what's going on around us, not on other people, not on the storms in the story, but focusing on Jesus, the one who stands above the storms. And then I love this little detail as well, which I'll point out now. I don't, I'm not going to talk about this on Sunday, but I thought it's important enough to, to bring it up here in the, the podcast format. But it says, it says this here. It says, But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. And then that gap between verse 30 ending and verse 31 starting, which says this, Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. See, we're not told about what kind of distance is actually going on here geographically between Jesus and walking on the water and Peter, who's just stepped out of the boat and began to walk on the water as well. We don't know how close they are in proximity. We don't know how far away Jesus is at this point from Peter. But we're told that the second that Peter calls out for help, Jesus is instantly right there next to him, grabbing him, holding him. And when I was reading that and I was thinking about that, I just thought, wow. This tells us something that maybe we haven't thought about before, particularly when we're thinking about this story, but even when we're thinking about our own lives as well and our own ability to, to step out of our boats, whatever that might mean. And it's that this... You can feel like you're sinking and be held by God at the same time. See, Jesus has his hand on Peter while he's still physically sinking in that water. But, and here's the kicker, here's the focus point for Sunday as well. Um, so you're getting a bit, of, a bit of a heads up on this. Even though Peter's sinking, he's not sunk. Even though Peter and everything around him might be screaming that this is the end, his time is up, he's done for. It's not the end. Even though all the wind and the waves and the storm around him might be saying that this is the end of your story. The one who walks above those storms, the one who is the master of the sea, gets to speak the last word. This is not the end of the story. Jesus has his hand on Peter while he's still sinking but he's not sunk. And then we get straight into this bit where it says, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? So when Jesus speaks to Peter here as he's lifting him up, back up, out of the, the kind of sinking motion that he's having, even though he's not sunk, he's sinking as Jesus is holding on to him. And he says, you of little faith. I love that the message version puts it like this. What got into you? 
Gosh, how many times do we need to hear that in our lives when we're reacting to things just like Peter does in this story? How many times do we feel like we need to hear Jesus say those words to us? What got into you? In other words, what Jesus is saying here is not rebuking him. He's saying, why did you take your eyes off me? Why did you start looking around and worrying about perhaps what the guys in the boat are doing and how they're reacting and responding to what's happening? Or why did you look around at the storm? Why did you look at the waves and the wind and the rain? Why did you look at any of that stuff other than me? It was me that drew you out of the boat. It was me that caused you to say, call me out onto the water and I will come. It was me whose focus you you kind of had to pay attention to in order to be able to step out of the boat in the first place. So why did you take your eyes off me? Friends, that's what Jesus is saying to us today. With all the stuff that's going on in our lives, all the distractions, all the concerns, all the worries, all the things to stress about, and all the unknown that we might feel like we're stepping out into as we begin 2023, Jesus is saying to us, what got into you? You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? So what does Peter have to say for himself in this? How does he reply to Jesus? Well, 31 ends and 32 begins, and when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Huh. Peter doesn't answer. Peter doesn't say anything. He's not like, well, actually, Jesus, I started off so well. I'm not sure if you noticed me, but I was doing it. I actually physically stepped out of the boat. I was walking on the water just like you. But then I felt the stinging rain and how strong the wind was and how high the waves were. No, he doesn't say any of that. Why? Well, I think that Jesus's question wasn't said in a tone to make Peter feel ashamed or to feel condemned or like he needed to make any kind of excuses for himself. No. Jesus here isn't asking, why are you sinking? He's not asking, where's your faith? He's not saying, what's wrong with you? It's like, it's not, he's not saying, so you're in a storm or you're ill or your marriage is failing or your, your children don't talk to you or you've lost your job. Don't you trust me? That's not the tone. That's not Jesus's tone in this scene. He doesn't shame or condemn. No. That kind of message and that kind of tone is from the enemy. Those are the kinds of ways that we talk to ourselves as well. Because that message will try its best to tell us that because you're sinking, you must be sunk. Because you're doubting, you're not a believer. Because you're afraid, you have no faith. These are all lies. Jesus doesn't come to condemn. Jesus doesn't come to, to use shame and manipulation and, and to make us feel guilty and, and, and weighed down by stuff. No, Jesus says the, in fact the exact opposite. His burden is easy. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Jesus is simply saying the very thing that got you to step out in faith in the first place, the very thing that got you to leave the known and come and join me in the unknown, me, focusing on Jesus, that was the thing that would have kept you afloat. And yet that was the very thing that you took your eyes off. So friends, whatever you're stepping into the unknown of in 2023, 
Don't worry about what other people are doing behind you. Don't worry about their reactions or their responses. Don't worry about how what they're saying or how they're feeling. And certainly don't worry about your surroundings. Don't worry about the storms that are raging around you and how high the waves are and how hard the rain's hitting you and how strong the wind feels. But remember why you stepped out of the boat in the first place and fix your eyes on Jesus. Grace and peace.